Hey, what's up? Let's begin with a little intro before the first episode starts. Who am I? Why this podcast? Why German chocolate? Well, I grew up in Germany with my German single mom, and a lot of difficulties come in because I look like a Latina, if you've seen a picture of me or know me in real life, which also makes it really hard, you will learn in some of the later episodes. And the other part that makes me mix is the part that I'm not just German, but I'm also African-American. I am a single mom, a project manager for a tech company currently. I have a master's in psychology. I served the community in Detroit as a police officer. I'm a combat vet. And there will be tons of more stories of all of the things I've done and places I've been and lived. But why? Why this podcast? Well, in 2013, I started writing a book about all the mishaps and funny situations when I first moved here to the United States at the age of 19. And, you know, I'm not the big writer and it takes a lot of patience and focus. <laughs> when I'm in the flow, I gotta go. But you can't write chapters after chapters um, just every once in a while. So when people started asking me, when can we read more chapters of your book? I was like, oh no, how else can I do this? How, what am I really good at? Because people love the stories. And then I was like, well, you're a storyteller. That's why people like your stories. So that's how this podcast started. And yeah, just hang on tight. Let's get started with episode one, shall we? Welcome and thank you for tuning back in to German Chocolate Life of a Mixed Girl. I'm sure you're hoping I might finally explain why I call myself and this podcast German Chocolate, but it's not quite time for that story yet. If you're following this podcast, you'll find out eventually though, I promise. But I'm pretty sure some German mixed people listening to this right now already know why and have a story or two relating to it themselves. Wink! As I mentioned during my introduction, I intend to begin my story from when I was about five years old. And don't worry, don't shut off right now. It won't be your super long, stretched, boring, and in-detailed memoir of my childhood. Just the good stuff. And here we go. Well, I always thought my younger siblings and I shared the same father. I didn't actually know that my dad, whose last name I had for almost all of my life, was my stepdad until I was about 12 years old. And I might actually get into the story once it fits to one of my topics, and it most likely will at some point. Well, anyways, our dad was in the military, and the military is how and why most of us mixed kids, regardless of race or ethnicity, even exist, right? And um, well, when I was about five years old, my mom, stepdad, and one-year-old sister moved to Tennessee. Even though I have a lot of stories to tell, and many people ask me, Hey Jess, do you still remember so-and-so? I have to admit, I kind of don't always remember. Because there's just so much stuff. So many things just happened and going on. But I somehow remember quite a few things from that time. I remember these apartment buildings with a pool in the middle of the community where I actually taught myself how to swim. How the neighborhood kids and I used to play hide and seek. And one day this blonde boy tags me while I was hiding behind a curtain and just smacks a kiss on my lips. A girl just doesn't forget something like that no matter how old we were at the time, right? Well, my stepdad told me a few years back that I, that I used to rap some songs from the Ghetto Boys that apparently had very explicit content. 
I used to do this upon request when I was hanging out with him and he'd met some of his friends. I somehow do not remember this. But what I do remember is sitting in an old Chevy with my mom and dad listening to a song I don't know the name of or who's singing it. I just I just hear the soft and chill melody and the words are just like they're like Ooh, child, things are gonna get easier. Ooh, child, things will get brighter. Maybe you know who it is. I don't know. <laughs> but that feeling is just like sunshine in a cup. Just thoughts to treasure for a rainy day, you know? I think we only lived there for about a year, but it felt like forever. And it kind of didn't end so well. My grandma and grandpa, they came to visit from Germany, but my grandma was the only one that actually flew back home alive. My grandpa was a diabetic, and he somehow injured his leg, and I guess an infection at the hospital just caused his death. Well, at least it was a good death. One day, he just fell asleep at the hospital and didn't wake up. I do recall the same time in the hospital being so cheerful, though, with him. I used to have to translate what the nurses and doctors were saying for him and vice versa. And I remember, you know, the nurses would give me ice cream when I was hanging out with him. This is almost the only memory I can recall from the both of us. So it's really nice to have such a beautiful thought. Daydreaming back into a time, back in the days. It could be so wonderful, you know? Don't you think? Well, we moved back to Germany afterwards and... With we, I mean my mom, sister and I, and my then still unborn baby brother. And it was just on time for me to start school. Gee, do you remember your first day of school? In Germany, we have these huge backpacks. And on the first day of school, we get really awesome and giant paper cones. Well, you just get you get one paper cone. It's about three foot tall. Sometimes, you know, some parents overdo it. And it's like four foot one. You can barely carry it yourself. And it's called a Schultüte. And it's filled with candy and other cool things. You know, you just get really excited for the first day. I guess it's supposed to calm you down for the worries of the first day at school. Anyways, it's a really cool tradition. And I remember walking into this classroom with its teeny-weeny wooden chairs and tables and the colors on the walls. And each table had an animal paper cutout. And my table was the giraffe table. And I remember just sitting there by myself, just looking around, And then this girl with really nice braided hair and a bit lighter skin color than me walks in and sits next to me. There was an instant bond. And that that really is how I met my first BFF, which I'm I'm actually still in touch with right now. Well, not right now, 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 but you know what I mean. (laughs) We still talk. I was six going on seven and she was six. So really long time if you count back. Um, And she will be in some more of my stories when I talk about my time in New York, especially. And she was like me, you know. We were the mixed girls in school. (laughs) I was the shy, but still, people can say, and this is how I always was, a smarty pants Jess. (laughs) And she, she was my wild and feisty counterpart. She's an Aries, if that, you know, tells people maybe a little bit about how she was, the temper and all, but really cool and fun. She still is like that. 
And day and night, whatever time we had, we were just spending it together. Sometimes even detention. <laughs> and even though we weren't that many mixed girls in school, people seem to not be able to tell who is who. Which, really, really, that's BS. Our skin color was not even close the same. And her hair was really always, 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 always braided. I think the first time I saw her with hair not braided was... She must have been at least 18. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> her mom spent a lot of hours on the weekends doing her hair. And mine, you know, mine was hardly ever braided. And besides not being white, there wasn't too much of a resemblance between the two, between the both of us. And I'm sure Asians, Asian people, woohoo, you can relate to this phenomenon of, OMG, I'm so sorry. You all just kind of look alike, <laughs> right? Um, but whatever. If they wanted to be ignorant, yeah, just go ahead, be ignorant. Really don't care. One day we even wanted to play along and we decided to dress up alike. I have these two beauty marks, I think on the, the, the right side of my lips. And she has one right on her nose, a really teeny tiny one. And oh, oh yeah, to this day, she swears up and down. This beauty mark is from this exact day. <laughs> and she claims it just never washed off. I hear about this every time we catch up, seriously, every time it comes up. <laughs> well, we copied each other's marks and went out like that to really show how we would look like if we were that similar. It was a lot of fun, good times. So that's the one memory of being a mixed girl at a German school where actually quite a few other cultures were present. We had the laid back Italians, you know, and the fun Turkish, Iraqi, and Syrian kids, which when we were teenagers, you, it turns out they were the real stylish ones. They had good, good style, but you know, in elementary school, nobody has a style. And then there were the really great at math, but suck at English, cool Russian kids, and some Croatians and African kids. But yeah, it was really diverse, so total BS about the lookalike, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I don't even remember too many events where I felt like being mixed was a curse in Germany. And one of these curses will actually be discussed in the next episode, yes. But I remember this one chubby German boy with really light skin and blonde hair. He's probably like two or three years older than me, bumping into me during recess one day. He told me, people like you don't belong here, so just get out of my way or else. You know, I don't see a specific or a different skin color when I wake up in the morning and look into the mirror and think, oh, don't forget Jess, you're a girl of color and not like most people here, you know. Yeah, maybe some days I think when I look in the mirror, OMG, you have to put on some foundation real fast. My complexion today is really off. Yellow under their eyes, red cheeks and nose, blah, blah, blah. Ladies, you know what I'm saying. But I don't think about how I might be less German than other kids, you know? I have no clue where this confidence came from, but I remember telling him to just leave me alone. I was like, my dad's in the army and he's going to kick your butt if you don't leave me alone. <laughs> that was a pretty risky move for, I think it was like seven. And I think he was stumped by my response that he just let me be afterwards. I've never seen this boy afterwards again, ever. Sometimes, you know, throwing your op opponent for a loop can be very beneficial. They drive on wanting to scare you and uh, they want to have this certain power over you. 
And it sounds simple, but if you refuse to give that power to the other person and just stick to yourself with all your confidence, you'll generally win. I mean, as a boy, um, he might have been punched in the face speaking up like that during this kind of situation, but we will never know. It's just important to stand up for yourself, to keep people like that out of your way. There'll always be someone, but usually not the same one messing with you in life. It's all about dealing with it on your own way without feeling like there's something wrong with you. And this goes beyond skin color or looks, just really anything and anyone. And yeah, now I told you a little bit about myself and the starts. And this is how I'm going to end this episode today on the note to accept ourselves and stand up for ourselves when threatened over something we have no control over. I'm not saying a quiet person should just start becoming an extrovert, but to find your own strength and just work it. Maybe even reflect on a time where you've overcome a scary moment and either handled it cool and calm or were nervous to your bones, you know, with all the blood and adrenaline rushing into your head while you're speaking up. (laughs) This still happens sometimes. But leaving a strange situation and coming up with the right words to say when you get home and say it in front of the mirror, that doesn't count though. (laughs) Well, I really hope you enjoyed this first story of how I kind of became who I am now and maybe even reminisce on some old memories yourself. Thank you very much for listening. See you on the next episode of German Chocolate Life of a Mixed Girl number three.